Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, welcome to the Junk Time Alpha Podcast around 2020-22. We come to you from Rod Carter Studios and the newly commissioned Campbell Brown Studios where my name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who is looking very energetic today. Oh, good day, Junk Timers. How are you all going? Oh man, I'm excited. It's uh, good to be back. Uh, we're, we're here for Junk Time again for round 20 and um, it's, it's um, just what a, what a great round of football that we've had and I'm just, um, you know, even though Carlton lost, it's just, um, it was some really great games on the weekend and I am just uh, pumped about footy and how great, how great is whoa, life, whoa. Michael? How, 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 Calm how down, good mate. Let me, get a, let me get a word in. Like, you, you seem very kind of energetic. You seem to be kind of jumping around. You're very, very excited about life. Yeah, I um. So Ricky Nixon's got himself a uh, new um, health and wellness um uh, uh, business uh, happening, and um what he what he's doing is he's offering these IV drips, uh, like a wellness infusion. <laughs> and I went and got one, and I, I don't know what was in. I didn't ask, but I tell you what, mate, I've been I got it last Tuesday, and fucking hell, man, I am fucking I am up and about. I have been for days, and I, I don't know where Ricky puts in this stuff, but I, I really trust him. And even though the AMA, even though the uh, Australian Medical Association said that you know uh, it's probably not a good thing that he's doing that you, you just can't do iv infusions just you know at random and you're not even a doctor and you're just putting stuff into people's systems and they don't know what's going in there oh, i was just like i don't care oh, i trust toot toot ricky and mate it's been great <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm i'm loving life yeah i know you're not even trying you? to, i know you're not even trying to do one but you actually bought it on a warwick kappa impression right then warwick kappa i know <laughs> I, I thought i bought it in uh, i made i love you like, i love you like a brother um, so, uh, yeah, so Ricky, uh, for the people who catch up on the news, um, he's now um, uh, elbowing uh, reporters in the head, in the street, <laughs> for one. Yes. We'll get onto that. Yes, yes. But he has launched a company, uh, I don't know if he's launched the kind of the company itself, but like he he's involved in giving kind of, we're tr- we were trying to think of the word for it before, but like kind of wellness IVs, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. So it's an IV drip. It's an infusion, I guess, of of, um, undisclosed products that go into your system. And so Ricky's become a part of that. The Australian Medical Association has gone, no, you you probably (laughs) might want to see clear of that stuff. But Ricky, you know, to his credit, when he gets told no... Yep. (laughs) He will find a a, a back way to do it. (laughs) So he's launched these things with a... I think, uh, well, I'm trying to get my head around. So, is it Ritual Biohacking? Is that like the organisation? And Ricky has kind of brought these IV drips to them? Yeah. No, no, I think they already had them and he's become part of, like, maybe he's bought in and started promoting the company. So, you can get, uh, there's like, um, you can get different IV drips and you can get like a Slim Boost, which it says it increases metabolism, builds lean muscle and improves stamina. So who wouldn't want yep. that, you know? Um, th- there's the Drip IV, the Australia one, because 
every medication that's called Australia, you're like, well, I've got to fucking have that in me. Really? Because so I'm, like I'm an Aussie. So that gives you... They're going for like a bit of a nationalistic kind of vibe. Like kind of like, you know, if we have the word Australia in the title, like people will be like, fucking, I love the troops. Fucking get it in me. <laughs> exactly. So the IV uh, Australia drip gets you immune support, cognitive health, energy and recovery, cell rejuvenation and cellular detox. So that's what the Australia, as all Australians, that's what our troops fought for at Gallipoli was a cellular detox. Yeah, sure. Okay. So they're, okay, I'm looking around. So they, they, do, they do seem to be, to me, like people on the, the uh, higher extreme of the wellness world would do this kind of stuff regularly, I would imagine. Yeah, well, I think, haven't they offered that, there's that, um, uh, the thing that they've offered of late is the hangover cure. So you go in basically on a Sunday morning and you, they, it's, it's a saline drip, I'm yeah, assuming. Yeah. And so they just sort of rehydrate you from within and maybe throw in some fucking Barocca, you know, shake it up in the fucking, in the drip bag and put it in there. Pretty much. I had a mate who went to Vegas years ago and he um, took advantage of a service habit there called Dr. Hangover. So... It was yep. this bloke who'd worked out that I think like the average trip to Vegas is like three days. And so people go nuts on the first day. They're super hungover for the second day. And then for the third day, you're kind of on the way out, aren't you? You're flying out. And so uh, he put yep. together a thing when my mate said him and his wife went out and got smashed up until like three in the morning. And then called Dr. Hangover the next day. And he came over and he gave you a drip and oxygen and... Yep. I think Panadol, <laughs> and um, but he said by <laughs> by the afternoon they were they were all bungee jumping. He said like they worked a treat. So, therefore, maybe Ricky is onto something now. So the thing is that uh, the AMA came out and said, "Hey, Ricky, um, or hey, hey, everyone, maybe, maybe don't." Uh, trust Ricky Nixon and all his trips. And so, a current affair who, if they're ever going to, if anyone's going to spot a dodgy uh, <laughs> business, it's going to be a current affair. So, Seb Costello, so former Channel 9 reporter, uh, son of Peter. Wait, what do you mean former Channel right? 9? Isn't he not Channel 9 still? Oh, yes. No, he is. Sorry. Uh, former 9 reporter, but he's with the current affair now. So, oh, I okay, guess he's gotcha. not really a news reporter. He's he's more like he's going after your, your dodgy builders. Anyway. He's got, you know, compo. you can tell, like, when he does a new, yeah, when he does a news report now, it has sinister music in the background. That's how yeah, you sure, know sure. But, that someone is being but he, shifty. Um, he uh, did a little bit of fo- football reporting over the weekend and like mm. uh, he was very interesting on injury reports when like a player comes off with a strained hamstring and he's like but I reckon he's faking it okay <laughs> and we're gonna yeah. fo- we're gonna <laughs> yeah, follow with follow- a secret camera yeah. <laughs> oh and lo and behold yeah. he's playing they, they- soccer in a park <laughs> yeah they follow him down the race <laughs> music plays why are you running away from us what's wrong with you so Seb Costello did his research and he I don't know how he found this out he realised that Ricky Nixon would be on a street in Port Melbourne. Now, how does a super Bloody sleuth hell. like that know that Ricky Nixon is going to be lurking around Port Melbourne? Genius reporting. <laughs> just with crumbs, that's why crumbs on, on his chin right? from the, the croissant he just ate from the yeah. bakery. <laughs> from the bakery where he launched his book. <laughs> and so Seb Costello was uh, following him. He's tagging yep. him. He was tagging him quite closely, asking Contact. him questions alongside 
another Channel 7 reporter. So she was walking alongside him. So clearly they'd both gotten the scoop at the same time. I don't know who's putting this info out there, Michael. Like, a man's just trying to run an IV business and all of a sudden he's being hounded by by the, the super sleuths of Melbourne. I mean, and on, on top of that as well, like, Ricky has fallen into that medical world. Like, he's doing... Was he initially doing flu jabs yeah. in pubs? I believe so, And then he so, moved yeah. into the vaccine yep. game, didn't he? Didn't yeah. he move into the COVID vaccine game? Yeah. I yeah. actually would get... Okay, I need to get my fourth one, right? I actually... Yeah. Okay, I would take one for the team. I would go and get my fourth jab <laughs> from Ricky's company. Just, yep. just for okay. the story. And only if Ricky was there, okay? Like, if Ricky gave it to me. If he yeah. administered okay. it to All me. Right. And and then there'd be well, you could do <laughs> well, that. There'd be and no then... alcohol swab. He'd just actually breathe onto my shoulder before he put it in. <laughs> <laughs> well, after you got the jab, you could get the recover, which uh, the recover IV, which flushes toxins, uh, gives you hydration, restores nutrients, and is anti-nausea. So if you were thinking about feeling a bit crook, then you just go, "I'm back." Right. So. Seb Costello and this Channel 7 reporter were following him down the street and Seb was asking some tough questions like, why are you so fucking dodgy? And <laughs> Ricky took umbrage at said uh, question, line of questioning. And he's turned around and he's given the old backhanded elbow into Seb Costello's now, face. He's taken him out with a big uh, fucking, like, three what do you weeks. What call that part of the arm? Like, it's not forearm. Like, what do you call that back part of the upper up? The triceps. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, the triceps. Yeah, yeah. So he he, he yeah. swung around and, and so clearly, see Ricky Nixon. Ricky Nixon would know that part of the anatomy. You're not a doctor, but Ricky would go. I got him with the triceps, not the elbow, because he's a medical. It's very funny though. Ricky kind of went, kind of. Oh, sorry, as if like you know, you just walked into my tricep. Um, but also <laughs> at the same time, there's a part of me that thinks. Mm. Okay, the idea of people having punchable faces. I reckon, yeah. I reckon Seb Costello would probably be my Mount Rushmore of people having punchable faces. Like, how many how many of your punchable faces are football reporters? Actually, that's a good point. Actually, okay, junk time is out there. <laughs> <laughs> On your Mount Rushmore of punchable faces, yeah. and they've got to be purely football <laughs> reporters. Yeah, because you got to you'd have Tom Brown yeah. up there. Oh, that's you'd have Seb. You were going to you'd have Seb. List. Yeah. Uh, I reckon it, I reckon there would have been a time I would have had Ralphie, but I actually I think Ralphie's actually I, I, he did an episode of the beep test and he actually ca- I, I, I came around to him because he'd be quite funny. But yep. then on top of that, mm. we're getting into very dangerous territory here too because we we do need some of these people. Um, but junk timers, feel free to let us know your Mount Rushmore of punchable faces. Um, I'm sure we can all agree on quite a few who would be in there that we probably shouldn't discuss because we may need them in the future, Mike. Need them? What are we going to need them for? Mate, we're always breaking the big stories and they, we're going to need them at some point. When you end up in prison or something or you're uh, in hospital after you've taken a Ricky Nixon IV drip for the team and we need our GoFundMe page and we need them to go, hey, podcast is out there. We need you. We need your support. For, support, Michael. When you're... In a Michael Schumacher state sure. for over ten years, and we're still trying to get, we're still trying to get money for you in ten years' time. We're going to need the Michael. Okay, so. Yeah. so he's triceped him to the face, 
He has triceped into the face. So immediately, as anyone would do, a good reporter immediately goes on 3OW with Dee Dee Dunleavy and talks through the incident. Now, I don't know if you listened to that interview that was in the article. So Seb is talking to Dee Dee and he's explaining what happened and that Ricky Nixon has elbowed him or triceped him to the face. And then you hear him, and then there was vision of it later because obviously the cameras yeah. kept rolling of Seb going, uh, step away from me. And he's like, well, stop filming. And so Ricky is like inches from Seb's face while he's on the phone doing this interview with 3AW. It was a fucking fascinating series of events. So so Ricky was still in the area when he was doing the chat with Didi. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He wouldn't wouldn't leave him alone. And so uh, Seb's going, can you just move away, mate? We'll talk about it in a minute. And he's going... Hang up the phone. He's like, I'm doing an interview. It's like, you're on 3RW DD in the afternoon, mate. Like, 70-year-olds don't need to hear this, you know. <laughs> and so then they filmed that because it, Ricky was getting all riled up again and they put that on uh, a current affair as well. So I, I would imagine if the AMA is saying don't do that, I would imagine they'd have some kind yeah. of legal permit to make sure you don't do that. Like, are they just like a paper tiger? Like, they kind of don't really have any authority? Yeah, that's a really good point. Like if you and I, as we uh, will do now because we know it's a yeah. money-making venture, if we wanted to do IV drips, are we just allowed to inject anyone we want? Um, yeah, like I mean, I imagine if we um, got some kind of chicken salt infusion going on, I think sometimes <laughs> out they're getting bored. Oh, mainlining chicken salt. How good would that be? You just said the footy just like, oh, like mid-strength in one arm, mainline chicken salt in the other. That's fucking what a day out at the footy. But I, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I think, I think Ricky, the thing also I worry about is that I think people who do this kind of stuff, like do the drips, are very high end. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm going to say like a Beck Judd type at the minute like okay that's just the kind of first kind of name that pops y- into y- my influences. head but I feel like Ricky yep. isn't going to have a great re- outreach to that kind of group and so I worry about the people that he'll have coming in because I feel like this, this is like a you know like a, a very high end pick me up for some people and and it could just be um, they do nothing and it's just like a nice little you, know, yeah. you can walk out and go oh I feel better you know Um but I feel like Ricky isn't a placebo. Yeah, but I feel like Ricky isn't able to reach those people. So therefore, I worry about the people that Ricky is reaching. <laughs> <laughs> so you're in uh, Campbell Brown Studios. I am. I'm over in uh, currently in Thailand, and obviously, you know, Campbell Brown um, was arrested here, so. They've got uh, there's statues as you arrive in the airport. <laughs> Everyone asks, how's Brownie going? What's he up to? Is he still, you know, covering the VFL on Sundays? All that sort yep. of stuff. So um, he's very popular over here. So, yeah, I'm spending my time. I'm in uh, Phuket for a week and then I'm off to Bangkok for three nights. Yeah, wow. Weekend. So when did you left Friday, didn't you? I did, and can I just say to everyone at uh, Sydney Airport, a massive go fuck oh, yourselves, really? you Dumb motherfucker. Oh, my God. So I got to the airport. So my flight uh, out of Melbourne was at 7.15. And then I was on a 10 o'clock flight out of Sydney to um, Phuket. And so I get to the airport in Melbourne. And I got there early because I thought, oh, you know, there's been a lot of shit going down 
and you know potentially could be delays so i got there just after five and so i've got a my bag was going all the way through to thailand i was like i'm never fucking you are rolling the fucking dice mate and what 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 were you what were you flying (laughs) please say jetstar uh Qantas and then thai no no Qantas Qantas then thai so i was actually i was a bit like all i need is get the Qantas leg over and i'm confident with thai so i get to the airport and i wanted to get there early to say my fond goodbyes to my uh luggage and so I'm checking in and the girls are, wow, you're really cutting this fine. Like, I'm going to put you on an earlier flight wow. just to make sure that, you know, you, you make your connection. I'm like, okay. So I get on the 6.30 flight out of Melbourne on, on uh, Friday. I get up to Sydney and I reckon the line to get into, just to get through to customs would have been probably about two hours. Dude, how, how have they forgotten how to be an airport, like an airport or how to be an airline? I mean, I know, I don't know. It, it, it seems to be... Qantas is the one that's kind of copping the brunt of it. Uh, and they did some dodgy yeah. stuff during the pandemic and kind of got rid of people and they, you know. Um, but they, but it's like they've gotten like, you know, um, see what football adage, see ball, get ball. They should be see bag, <laughs> get bag. But also on, t- on top yeah, of that yeah. though, you probably are one of the people, I imagine, um, and you've got to wait in line as well to get your bag wrapped in that uh, plastic. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Remember that Chappelle Colby lie already, that we all, they all, everyone ever fell for? Yeah. And, they, and then some cunt fucking shows up and goes like, I'll make this a fucking... <laughs> I saw them today at the airport because I flew up from Melbourne to Sydney today without a hitch. It was perfectly fine. But like, I saw those cunts at the airport and I was like, you do realise like that the, the lawyer who made up that lie about them tampering with her bag got disbarred. Yeah. And and then also... <laughs> on, oh, tell you what. Oh. He got he got disbarred, but he started up a uh, luggage well, wrapping yeah, company. Like he literally and ad- the motherfucker he is loaded. He made it up. He literally admitted he made it up. And um, can I tell you a Chappelle Corby story? Have I have I told the story before? So she was on um Dancing with the Stars, um, what early last year maybe. And um, uh, as a mate of mine, um, uh, she worked on the show, and she would like look after them in terms of like you know book accommodation and flights and you know that yeah, kind of right. just take care of that stuff um and she's yeah. in the uk and um so she didn't know who Chappelle was she was like oh maybe she's an actress or something and um she was talking to Chappelle's manager and he um said um oh make sure you book like five or six hand luggage because Chappelle doesn't book her luggage into the doesn't check in luggage and my friend was like, "Oh, how come? Why doesn't Why doesn't she check in the luggage?" And he was like, uh, "Google it." <laughs> <laughs> and I admire Chappelle for sticking to that story by the fact that it was a made up. B her lawyer got disbarred for that, yep. and she's still like going walking through <laughs> walking through the airport, going, "Oh, I have so many bags on me because you know what happened to me." <laughs> but they're very. Le- yeah, and also that's gonna <laughs> that's gonna happen from the Gold Coast down and to Melbourne. Uh, Someone's gonna go. Family's very litigious, so let's be quiet. <laughs> um, and also, but also too, like uh, someone's gonna spot the luggage, see Chappelle Corby name tag. Hang on a second, <laughs> I've got I've got five kilos of weed sitting in my fucking backpack. I'm gonna put it in there and send it to my friends in Melbourne. Um, so how's been uh, Phuket? Um. What do you do at Phuket? Like, are you a lie on the beach kind of guy, or are you kind of are you out there to see the uh, sights, yeah. or is Phuket purely kind of beachy kind of stuff? 
so I've been hanging by the pool the last couple of days and then in the oh mate so fucking Saturday Saturday I uh, did a bit of a Google and found a sports bar in Carter um, in Phuket and I was like oh I'll go watch the footy and I sat there by myself like a sad motherfucker and watched Carlton get pantsed by Adelaide it Beautiful. was fucking oh, sorry I thought you were going to say something else there <laughs> <laughs> It was so fucking pathetic. I'm just sitting there as I'm realizing that we're losing. The WhatsApp fucking group is going bananas, and I'm just like, "What is my life now? What is my now? You've life? got a bit of a tough run home, I believe. Mate, we got Brisbane, Melbourne, and Collingwood. And so I are you actually in danger ha- of? I will dropping confidently out? say, I, I will confidently say right now, Carlton will not play finals. Ah, oh, dude, dude. I mean, I'm. I never thought we would. I never thought we would, and everyone who was like, "Oh, they're top four, they could win the flag." I'm like, "Oh, you, you stupid yeah, yeah. motherfuckers!" Why and I'm would pretending, you say that? going like, "Oh no, you can't say that, Adam." But deep down, I'm going, "That's fucking hilarious." If <laughs> you guys don't make it, that's so fucking funny, <laughs> mate. We we won't play finals. I I I guarantee it. It's kind of interesting at the top end. Can I fucking just be like, Geelong are going to fucking win it, aren't they? It's yes, yes oh, they are, dude. Or 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 for the ninth year in a row, are we getting sucked into Geelong? Are gonna fucking win it in July and August? I know, I know, and I I actually do still feel that if Melbourne can get it together, that they uh, can dominate. And I know on was it Friday night when they played Frio, like that seemed to be a bit of like Melbourne getting their shit together. So yeah, they they looked really because you know, they? but then Geelong also looked really good against the doggies. Like they fucking because at the start I was like, oh fuck, the dogs are sure. on here, and then they just pants them in the for third sure. Quarter. Yeah, so I feel like it's it's almost like like Geelong kind of you know flying high now. Yes, and like you said, but then also I feel like I feel like you know Melbourne for that first kind of ten rounds like barely got out of first gear. Like they were just you know, and then yeah. you know you have one fight yeah. in a French restaurant, and it all full. I mean. <laughs> I, I, I remember Alan Jeans at Hawthorne was very strong in the 80s to the boys saying, okay, one ban, like Lee Matthews banned unprotected sex in January, but Alan Jeans is very big on yep. no French restaurants in Greville Street and Pran. That was his one, <laughs> one yeah, yeah. Un, unbreakable rule. But I feel like if Melbourne can... And that was the one thing, as soon as as soon as soon Hawthorne players retired, they went straight to... <laughs> yeah, but I feel like... Because um, I, like, I haven't eaten any French restaurants because <laughs> Alan Jeans has fucking banned it. Like, when the rat came from South Australia, it was like, I come for the French cuisine, but Jeansy, Yabby, has fucking shut it down. But I feel like if Melbourne can get it together, uh, and they don't have much time mm. to get it together... But that can at least be a, cha- a a very decent challenger, but I feel out of you know, I feel out of those those uh, Melbourne or Geelong. Like I, I can't really see other any other team taking it out. Uh, I reckon the Swannies are a little bit of a sneaky. sneaky? Yeah, I think that when they play really good footy, they play really good footy, and they've got that young uh, whippersnapper called. Um, Lance Franklin. Yeah, yeah. I like. Oh, I actually, I actually, I actually like the idea that he actually doesn't be called Buddy anymore, and he's now more Lance. Now he's matured and grown in, grown yes. into the name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's not a child. It's not a child. Yeah, name. no, you don't call a five. But you can't see Frio doing much damage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can't see Frio doing much damage. Brisbane are a bit like flaky, even though they'll beat Carlton this weekend. Carp will drop out. St Kilda, I can't imagine. And then you got Richmond and the Western Bulldogs. What the fuck are they doing? Everyone thought 
They go from a grand final to the rubbish that they're serving up. Yeah, actually, uh, I I actually watched the end of the um cats and dogs match with um a mate the other day, and I was like, fuck, I forgot the dogs kind of made the grand final last year. Like you kind of forget that, don't you? Yeah, yeah, they've just sort of fallen away uh, quite badly. But we, Michael, have a live show oh, coming shit. up. Got a live show on August 28th, 4 p.m. at the European Beer Cafe. Uh, tickets can be found at trybooking.com. Now, John Thomas, when have we ever let you down? When have we ever let you we down for a live show? They're going to be spectacular yeah. guests. They're going to be amazing guests. Yes. They're going to be guests yep. that you could not think possibly <laughs> imaginable. <laughs> and and they're going to be there. And they're going to be, be there. It's going to be yeah. a loaded lineup. Absolutely. It's going to be a loaded lineup. Yeah. And um, look, you know, if, uh, you know, if Eddie Beds can free up a bit of time to come down. To <laughs> <laughs> Just have a bit of a chat to us. Yeah. So we, we're still trying to uh, nail some guests for you, junk timers, but we will hope to have those locked away in the next uh, week or so because we've only got, we've got a month. We've got one month before we get it, get the show happening. So it's going to be great. Tickets at trybooking.com. Uh, Sunday, August 28th. It's going to be a lot of fun. You know who, you know who would be a really good guest, Michael? Someone who I think we all need to hear from. I'd love to see, and I reckon we just, we don't even ask him any questions. We just let him go on a little bit of a rant. Let's get Rex Hunt on the show. He, he could, you know, he's got, he's got some shit to say. You know, I mean, actually, that's, that's not a ridiculous idea, but it's also a ridiculous idea. Like, he is a kind of a man playing a, a, a caricature of a caricature. Um, yeah. And I feel like if we might have said, if we, if we do say the wrong thing to him, I feel like he might turn pretty quickly. <laughs> oh, no, there's no doubt that you would get your head kicked in <laughs> within five minutes. Uh, <laughs> just by the f- He would see you as a very punchable <laughs> face. Because um, last week he was involved in a road rage incident where he, um, he took a garden fork out of the boot and <laughs> said to the... Yeah, it was fucking good. to the person, do you want to die? Hey. <laughs> yibbity yibbity. <laughs> Do you want to die? And he said it quite a few times. And I love this is where the, the you know the modern the modern age of filming everything that yep. happens. And Rex has just gone fucking ballistic, gotten out of the car, and you don't see the person that he's approaching, which is a bit of a shame. I'd love to see you know what kind of person that Rex is attacking, and he's threatening him with the with the, the garden fork. Uh, but actually, after the event though, he did kiss the garden fork and throw it back into the lawn. So. <laughs> He was very kind like that. He's a good guy. So they they caught up with Rex during the week. Uh, 73-year-old road warrior Rex Hunt won't be backing down from any pieces of filth in the near future. Uh, Good. When he got into a traffic confrontation in Beaumaris in suburban Melbourne and he uh, was filmed carrying a garden fork before asking the assailant, do you want to die? Is that a threat to kill? (laughs) I don't know. Like, I I met a bloke who got put put away for... I didn't, like... Seek him out, but I did meet a bloke. Um, yeah. He was tailgating me. Well, if you if you're asking, do you want to die? I mean, that's that's not it's not like a leading. It's not like a you. It's not ambiguous. You're going. Do you want to live or not? <laughs> while I have this fucking fork in my hand that I'm about to jam into your face. So they caught up with Rex. Uh, the guy said he was tailgating me along the road before running into the back of my tow bar. Uh, would you put up with that? Oh, nothing <laughs> worse. Like, oh, mate, uh, 
I mean, if someone runs into the back of your tow bar, like the front of your tow bar, you can cop. But the back of your tow bar, I mean, the man, it's only, you can only get pushed so far. I, I'm, I'm on Rex's side now. I actually don't think I'd actually ever notice if anyone was like too close to me for a prolonged period of time. Like, I, I don't think I would actually would pay attention to that kind of stuff. Oh, I reckon if someone was... I mean, I hope that the people that I tailgate know that I'm <laughs> yeah, right up sure. their ass. <laughs> when I'm, you know, when I'm high-beaming and tooting and <laughs> screaming at them and stuff, I, I want them to know that I'm there, you know? So they haven't made a complaint to the police. As far as I know, they haven't received one. Oh, why? Because they took out a garden fork out of the boot and you said, do you want to die? <laughs> but this is where Rex yeah. is, like, interesting by the fact he's gone... Oh, I can't do a Rex, but like I love it. compared to having seventeen yeah. stone John Nichols bearing down on me in front of one hundred seventeen thousand in the nineteen seventy three grand final, this was minor. Uh, I fortunately had Laura Fowler to fix up Big John back in nineteen seventy three. It's just another chapter in my book, which I might add has a few people very nervous, as it should. <laughs> you know where he should if he writes his book. You know where he should launch it. Uh, the, the At a bakery in Port Melbourne. <laughs> it's funny though, like he does have a fuse. Like, didn't he get done for like breaking like a cyclist's finger, like um, a oh, while back? Oh yeah, I think you're right. And do you remember he got done yeah. years ago where he um, uh, he tried to smuggle silverware onto a plane? Yes. Yes, yes. He took it out of the Qantas yeah. club just to show that he could do it. And you're like. Why are you fucking doing this, mate? It was like in the post-9-11 world where everyone was really yeah. nervous about what you could get onto yeah. planes. And so he'd obviously gone through security, was in the Qantas club and went, huh, I'll show them a yibbity yibbity. I've got myself a fork. He loves a fucking fork. <laughs> the guy, whether it's a gardening fork or a fork, the guy's a fucking menace with cutlery and, and gardening. I mean, puppet. actually, one thing about Rex is like, you know, we all get a bit concerned when we come to a fork in a road in life. But Rex fucking loves it. He's just like, oh, yeah. no, I'm back at the fork. <laughs> Do I go crazy on the radio? Or go crazy on TV? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to die or do you want to live? <laughs> it's a fork, mate. It's a fork in a road. <laughs> oh, fucking Dude. Rex. So anyway, he he might he might be he might be making an appearance, junk timers. But uh, set yourselves if he does. He um, he's not that old. He's like seventy three. I feel like he was like seventy three twenty years ago. Yeah, he's felt old for ages. And also, too, just just that reference to the 1973 grand final that no one fucking no. understands. He's just like, oh, I don't get what you say, mate. Who's Laurie Fowler? What's, you know, Big John? Like, fucking no, no one understands your fucking references, you fucking idiot. But also he talks about how John Nichols was coming down at Rex or chasing Rex in front of mm. 117,000 yeah. in the 73 grand final. And it's like, Wait a second, like, no, you're, you're the complete reverse. Like, John Nichols is trying to chase you down. <laughs> and you're coming at a bloke yeah. with a garden fork. Like, you're the yeah, bad yeah. guy in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're the John Nichols, you fucking psychopath. <laughs> hey, Adam, uh, legend of the game, David Mundy has just announced his retirement. We're recording this at 3 p.m. Sydney time uh, on uh, Monday, August 1. Um I think yeah. he's played 171 games so far and has announced his retirement at the end of the year. And we just want to give a junk time salute, don't we, Adam? Absolutely. We love everything that David Mundy has probably done. Um, 
you know, the, the time that he's... Um, remember that he's done uh, a couple of handballs yep. that I've seen? Uh, he's ki- he kicked that goal against Richmond he after did. the siren. He did he that, did. remember I that? I think that might have founded um, the term Richmondy. I think, uh, back in the day when yes. uh, he did that. Um, he definitely probably played in that grand final in 2013 that they lost to Hawthorne. I'm pretty sure he I was I don't have much that. memory of that um, game, like of him playing in that game, but I'm sure he played in that game. Yeah, yeah. I presume. He was there. He probably played. Probably played alongside Matthew Pavlich. I'm guessing for he a little bit did as well. well. Um, and I, I, I mean, we just want to give a shout out, and this might be a mean shout out, but we want to give a shout out to David Mundy to play 371, mm. and we'll add to that number of yeah, com- completely forgettable games. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he has done some of the most. I mean. <laughs> normal things on a football field you would ever Just see. Enough he is like, uh, sometimes he kicks the ball and he hits the target. Hey, remember that time when like all these clubs were fighting to get his name on the contract when he was out of contract at Freire? Mm. No, that didn't happen because they weren't doing that. <laughs> <laughs> and so we just want to shout out to David Mundy for um yeah just a remarkable career that you you I don't know did you do an injury at some stage I'm not really sure yeah. you know did you do a knee Couldn't probably he's had that he's yeah. had that haircut you, for a while well I'm guessing I don't remember it being short no, no he kind of had a little mop there and this is quite remarkable to kind yeah. of to be able to to be able to work 370 times in front of a national mm. audience. And still be completely <laughs> unnoticed. Yeah. Uh, he just gets he gets the job done, probably. I, yeah. I don't know. Well, well done, Dave. Salute to you, yep. David Mundy. Yep. Enjoy a night out at the um, the hippie bar. Head down to the hippie bar. Hippie the lounge. Hippie lounge. Head down there. Head down there. And I guarantee you'll blend in. You'll just blend in. <laughs> I mean, when DJ E-Funk <laughs> spots you, <laughs> it's going to go off. Uh, for like, people are going to be there. Were you there the night David Mundy was there? They're like, oh, I think I, I was. There was, was a tall I? bloke over in a corner, but it was dark. Yeah. Um, he said <laughs> yeah. he had to get up morning for recovery or something. But I was like, mm, recovery's not on anymore. Yeah. Like, they don't make that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, football in real life from Nick last Sunday at Yarra Bend driving range. I saw none other. Then out of contract Hawks midfielder Harry Morrison. Well done to spot Harry Mor- Morrison. Absolutely. <laughs> you you think David Mundy's fucking blends in with the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're shitting on a bloke who played three hundred and seventy games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sporting a tan crew neck jumper, Harry was carrying his clubs over his shoulder and departed as I arrived. So I can't comment on his swing. Uh, and then, although not a football in real life, later that day I also saw Carl Williams, aka Guyton Grantley. Uh, Carl was spotting a yellow corduroy cap with a Vegemite logo as he made his way around the Barclays Square Kmart in Brunswick with his family. Well, there you go, Guyton Grantley in real life. In 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 our in your old hood, my hood. I haven't been to Barclays Square, Square for Yonks. Brunswick. Yeah, like I've been to the clubhouse near yeah. there. But I haven't been to actually the yep, supermarket yep. <laughs> for a few <laughs> special events. Yeah, Grantly, I think. Uh, I wonder if you kind of go like, "Am I too Carl?" Like he's obviously gone on and done stuff, but like I suppose that's like yeah, his like yeah. iconic kind of role, hey? 
Oh, absolutely. He would have been shattered when Carl Williams got murdered because he would have been like, ah, oh, fucking hell. There goes, there goes my role. I wonder about that. I think they did bring him back for another Carl Underbelly series. Like, I think they did have a, yeah. a, a maybe not about him, but in that world. Yeah. Um, no, Carl was a great man. R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> Carl. <laughs> Mate, Wayne Carey. Oh, no, uh, Wayne Carey gave um, character uh, reference Mark for... Mark Moran? Mark Moran, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, good no, stuff. it's all worked good out, stuff. that underbelly stuff. <laughs> Dude. Hey, we're going to hit the road. We are Junk Time Alpha Pod at Gmail, Twitter, Facebook, and the Gram. Go Hooks. Go Blues. Don't forget our live show, August 28th, 4 p.m. at the Euro, trybooking.com. are on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns